Hey, what is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the College Info Geek Podcast, the internet's best resource for students looking to get ahead, but a terrible resource for anyone looking to source alternative drinks, such as canned hot dog juice. Yum, yum. Or canned bacon grease. Both of which you just came up with in the last five minutes. And and boy, do they sound good. Both of which I'm not going Nutritious, to sell. Delicious. <laughs> Fictitious. Yeah, yeah, please. Let's keep it that way. Hopefully. I do have my uh, hop tea, though, which is pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's probably better than hot dog juice, to yeah. be honest. It's green tea with hops. That's carbonated. Yeah. It's like, it's pretty good, actually. Uh, and it's made, of course, in Boulder, Colorado. Yep. Where else would hop tea be made? Nowhere. That's where. Nowhere in the world. <laughs> I saw a YouTube video once of a guy that was like, I'm going to teach you how to stack rocks artistically. Yeah. He's like, wait for it. I'm out here in Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> yep. Nothing wrong with a good rock stacking. Full boulder. Rock stacking, making your own kombucha, brewing your own beer. Got to have a dog. Got to have a super. Well, sometimes you make snowboard. a stack of dogs, too, and then you stack the rocks stack on top the of them. Dog stack, rock, rock stack. Yep, and it's in a giant wheel, and the bottom dog is running on this wheel, and it powers a generator that makes kombucha. <laughs> This is like a mad scientist who lives in Boulder, Colorado. I don't know enough about the kombucha point. making process to get more detail. I don't think you need a power I really for don't it. think you do. You just kind of really, like it's the bacteria. You have doing a bacteria all the work. starter. You throw it in like a jug with some tea. Yeah, and you just kind of let it you go know, to town. Well, they're generating something. They're they're doing something. I'll tell you, they that are doing something. Much if if nothing else, it's like self actualization or something like that. I don't know. Yep. We'll go ask someone who lives in Boulder. Well, go ask Matt. Yep, he he'll know. Our dog he'll stack know. Wheel idea. Dogstack.com. <laughs> Gonna buy that. That's probably a thing already, I'm sure. Anyway, uh, my name is Thomas, and I'm here as always with my good friend Martin. And yep. it is the end of the year. It is the end the of the year. The very last day of the year because it fell on a Monday. How convenient is that? Goodbye. Goodbye to 2018. Good well, night. I guess it's like December and 11th goodbye. for us right now. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that one. What is that from? That's from the end of Dinosaurs. <laughs> That's right. Good what night. a good finale. And goodbye. What a surprisingly oh. good show also. It was a good show. Yeah. I, I didn't expect much. It was actually cleverer than I thought in the Turns last up. episode. It's so good. It is real good. Where, are we going to move? Uh, mm. <laughs> mm. Crises. What are we going to eat? Yeah, that, that, that was a hit me hard. Yep. Fun little dinosaur cartoon. Did not expect that. Someday we'll get our chance. Yep. So, last year, we did a 2017 year in review episode on the podcast. We did. We did. And I think that these things are fun to do. It's useful to look back and see what's happened over the previous year, think about what we can do better in the future, think about where things are going. Yeah. I think it's good. <clears throat> so, I, I honestly don't remember how we formatted that one. No idea. Because I did not go it's back and year. listen to it. I just figured that we would talk year. about this year. Yeah, I can't guarantee I'm not going to do anything super amazing after we record this, but before it airs, you know, in the next few weeks. But oh, you'll be missing out on that that's chapter. That's true. You could do something super amazing. Actually, I don't think people would miss out on that chapter if they just go like follow you on Instagram or something. Um, probably. Maybe yeah. you'll take a photo of it. Maybe. What amazing thing could you do in the next two weeks? I could turn into a tiger. How? I don't know, man. That violates 
several physical laws of the universe. Well, I need to get a magical bluebird to grant me a wish. This is true. Is this from Over the Garden Wall at this point? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Sudden Over the Garden It doesn't have to be reference. a magical tiger. Wait, did somebody get turned into a tiger in that show? No, it's just... I, say, I don't remember that part. Yeah. Oops. I turned my Well, whatever. Off. That's so my year in review. I watched Over the Garden Wall several times. Actually, yes. Done. You did do that. Done. I've watched we it We watched lot. it at least once. Oh, I watch it like every few months. Really? Sometimes more than that. Mm. I put it on a couple of times on a road trip. Interesting. Just had it like playing from the glove box. Did you have a favorite movie this year? Like that went, came out? Yeah. Like in a, like in a theater? Yep. Did I go to a theater? I don't know if you did. What year is this year? This what? is 2018. What movies came out this year? My favorite movie of the year was Incredibles 2. But And uh, I was talking with Anne about this the other day. It seemed like 2018 just wasn't a, like the greatest year for movies. Like there were some good movies. I enjoyed Infinity War. Um, I think Black Panther came out this year. But it, I went back and looked at yester- or last year. And last year had Blade Runner 2049 and a bunch of other good ones. I can't think of them off the top of my head right now. But when you Google 2017 movies, a bunch of really good ones came up. And I guess I thought Infinity War was cool. I thought, uh, you know, Fantastic Beasts was cool. It sets up some other ones. I Incredibles 2 was good. I don't know that I've really seen a lot. I don't watch a lot of movies. Yeah. And I don't really like theaters. I didn't watch a ton this year. The worst one I saw was House of the Clock and Its Walls. I did not like that movie. Thumbs down, unrecommended. Oh, no. <laughs> I will not see it then. Yeah, I don't recommend that one. But Infinity War was good. Uh, Incredibles 2 is my favorite. Last year was definitely Blade Runner, and that was so good. So um, what I have in my notes here, I wanted to talk about what happened in the business, go through some impossible list stuff. I know you have an accomplishment journal. I do so indeed. you got some accomplishments to talk about. And then I was just going to kind of go through some of the things that went well and some of the things that didn't go well and maybe what I learned from it and what I'm going to try to do next year to deal with some of the things that uh, that didn't go well. So let's start with the business. Let's just do like a little recap of yep. what happened. Um, I guess the biggest thing is like the team is now 10 people. Yeah, it's like a team. Yeah. Like like a real team, like the A team. And it's it's been that way, you know, this year. Pretty, mm-hmm. pretty functional. Pretty functional pretty team. Pretty team-like. So I want to give a shout out to everyone that's on the College of Geek team because we would have not been able to do all that we did this year, just like the two of us. Yep. So, I mean, there are there's me and you. And then we have Ransom, who is kind of like the editor-in-chief on the website now. So um, he is the person who basically publishes all new articles. I did not write very many articles this year because all of my effort went into podcasts, YouTube videos, and external projects. I think I wrote, I don't know how many I wrote, probably less than 10. Mm. Um, Then we have Anna, my girlfriend, who did the editing on every podcast pretty much ever since like February because she she had a full-time job and then she quit that in February to work for me and also do full-time art. Ashley did the thumbnail art for every podcast. Yep. And uh, also did some art on the new redesign. Then we had Guillerme, who does the timestamps and show notes for this podcast which is good because I would not do them myself. Yep. <laughs> People were like, can we please have timestamps? And I was like, I'm not going to do that, but I could hire someone to do it. And it was cool because with, with Guillerme, it was, it was literally just a post on Twitter. I just posted, hey, 
does anybody want to do show notes for the CIG podcast? And he tweeted back, yeah, I'll do it. And uh, I was trying to be fair. So I was like, cool, like I'll get back to you. And he's like, no, I already did it for the last episode. Yep. <laughs> he did a great job. So <laughs> Wrong. I'm hired and you know it. Take this. Pretty much. We've got uh, my video editor, Tony. And uh, then three writers, Roxine, Dominic, and Elizabeth, who have all been writing amazing articles on the website. And uh, speaking of the website, we relaunched, or I guess launched, a redesign yep. that you coded. And it is ridiculously fast and looks it is, awesome. It is fast. But the most important part is the Pixel Llama. Yes. I made that. Yes, you did. I made a Pixel Llama. You did make the Pixel Llama. I'm officially a professional pixel artist now, I think. That's true. I did it once. Well, and now you gotta go now make a video say game. Say that that's what I am. Okay. Yeah, make a whole. Video I wanted to game do that when I was art. growing up. That would actually be pretty cool someday. It just turns out that it's I could, harder. I, I could. I mean, I I believe I could, but I would yep. need to carve out some time. It would need a lot of time. Yeah. Like, oh, we're taking the next year off, kind of time. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> but yes, we have the pixel llama in the footer, and uh, everyone should go see it by just scrolling to the bottom of any page on College Info Geek. That was a fun project. And um, so I guess I designed it, I think, back in April or May is when I kind of finished it. Yeah. And this is something we'll talk more about in my failures section because I think the site should have been done in 2017. It was called the 2017 redesign in our original Trello project. And it's funny. um, Every redesign I've ever done has been like me marathoning it in a few days. And so with this one... It was months of me doing almost nothing because I was being super perfectionist about it. And then all of a sudden, I think it was in May, I just, the whole thing came together in my head and I just did the whole thing. And there were maybe a few tweaks that were done when you were actually coding it. But for the most part, it was all just, it was all done in like a week or two. Um, So we have that. What else happened? Uh, Business-wise, I think like we did better financially this year. That's good. Which is the reason that we've been able to pay a team. And uh, that was kind of one of the the lessons that I've continued to learn and have kind of taught to me over the course of this year is you can do more when you delegate and let people help you. Yeah. You know, and I I think I really started to learn that over the past few years. But when I started College Info Geek, it was like I was very DIY focused and I wanted to do everything myself and I wanted to hand off nothing. And uh, when we started working on the redesign, like the previous redesign back in 2014, that was really my first experience with handing something to someone else. And clearly you did a better job than I could have ever done. And then on this new redesign, you did an even better job. Yeah, I don't even even want to look at the old one. I look at the code behind the new redesign and I don't understand it at this point. Oh, yeah. Which is weird. Like I understand HTML. You're just like going through there. But I look at it and like, what, what are all these numbers there's a lot of crazy There's some stuff twos. There. There's some threes, maybe. Do we have any ones. fun Easter eggs in the code? Uh, I don't. I don't know of any off the top of my head. I don't know if we do. Matt always puts fun Easter eggs in his code. I'll work on it. Yeah, maybe we should. I'll get something in there. We'll format it to look like an ASCII art or something. Yeah. <laughs> Which would make it slower, unfortunately. <gasps> I'm just going to make myself a completely unrelated note, and by the time this episode comes out, we'll see what happens. Okay. I have no idea what you're going to do because we'll I can't see your laptop screen. Oh, it's a secret. Um, so I guess for people who are curious, the big income driver uh, this year, which may be obvious to 
people who follow our content is that almost every YouTube video we did was sponsored. And um, the podcast, I think the podcast took a little longer to get sponsors and eventually it was like one sponsor per every other episode maybe. And we finally got to the point where we pretty much have a couple of sponsors per episode. Yeah. The and podcast the cool part is now paying off. It's, it's paid like off. Business-wise. Business I, I loved it the whole time. I mean, it, we, I've always loved doing it, but yeah. like now it, it actually is an income driver. Yeah. It was always kind of like a, I wouldn't call it a lost leader because I think people don't find us via the podcast. But I've I've always seen the podcast as valuable even if it didn't make money because yeah. it, it gives people extra content to consume. You know, like there's there's a lot of in-depth discussion we can have here that just can't really be done on the YouTube channel. Yeah. So there's a lot of value in it. And uh, I have a theory as well. It would be very hard to confirm this, but I have a theory that um, the podcast actually helps the ads on the YouTube channel too. Hmm. Because like, you know, the more content you put out, I think like the better your ads are probably going to convert as long as they're good companies. But, uh, but now we have sponsors on the podcast, which is awesome. Yeah. And it's gone to the point I realized where Anna doesn't just do the podcast. Like she does a lot of things. She actually manages my email now, but the podcast pays what she gets paid. Yeah. And it took a while to get there. That's awesome. It's it's really so cool. the podcast now enables another team member. Ooh, the podcast pays for Anna and Gear Mace. I can't say salary because they're freelancers, but yeah, whatever but we pay them. The podcast now enables us to have more of a team. Yeah, you it's know? actually kind of awesome. And each piece that makes money, you know, because it's not about being like super rich billionaires with curly mustaches that I couldn't grow anyway. Is, am I curling? Yeah, I don't. Is it curling? It's going to take me a bit. I'm gonna be honest. I but, actually am very particular about keeping my mustache I don't trimmed. Like, so. I don't like long facial hair, so I would never let it get to that point. I have a nervous tick where I will like bite my mustache if it's too light, like long. Mm. So <laughs> I just I, keep it trimmed. <laughs> I've never done that. Uh, but yeah, everything everything that we can make bring in more income allows us to like help the team grow. Yeah. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it allows us to do th- new things. Ooh, and I just realized, I don't have it in my notes, but I maybe we should talk about some things we want to do next year. Oh. Which would be interesting. We'll do that at the end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. So other business things that happened. Um, I re- finally recorded the audiobook version of 10 Steps to Earning Awesome Grades. That was another project that we meant to do for a long time. <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of stuff on the back burner. Yep. So and what, I guess a lesson I learned this year is a lot of times a project that I mean to do on my own eventually gets done when I partner with an outside entity on it. So we were going to do the audiobook via something called ACX, which is, uh, I think it's like Audible Creators Exchange or something like that. It's like um, Amazon slash Audible's self-publishing arm for audiobooks. Yeah. And they give you a platform where you can hire a narrator or you can just narrate your own stuff and publish it through them. So we actually started recording the audiobook, and I think we had three or four chapters recorded. But every time I would do it, it would feel less natural than the podcast and I would get really I would get really unsatisfied with what I'd recorded and then I'd want to start all over again. And that was the big problem with the audiobook. And so I had four chapters recorded and I was in New York for a totally unrelated reason. Can't remember what I was there for, but I had breakfast with my literary agent. And I just happened to mention that we were doing this self-published audiobook. And she said, Well, hey, wait a minute. Why don't you let me see if I can sell the rights to the audiobook? And at first I was like, wait, the book is free. 
Yeah. And it will always be free. Like I'm never going to make it cost money if it's downloadable. And the print version has been self-published for three years. Like what publisher is going to want that? And she's like, let me try. And uh, we actually got a few offers. So I was, I was pretty surprised, but I guess like if you have a book that has approved, a proven sales track record, then uh, they will pay for the other formats. So we ended up getting a contract with Brilliant Audio, who I believe is owned by Amazon, and um, actually went and recorded the, the audiobook with a real studio, yeah. which is cool. So I can now say that I am a traditionally published author, though it doesn't really feel legit because the book still oh, yeah, isn't yeah. on bookstore shelves. So I have not, I don't, I, I don't think, I don't think I've crossed off that impossible list goal. For that one, I think it needs to be like, a brand new book that I sell to a publisher in its entirety. Yeah, first thing. Yep. So that way it can be on bookstore shelves because it's still not on bookstore shelves except for the Iowa State Campus Bookstore. Yep. But that one is like, I mean, it's cool, but it's not like you can go to Barnes & Noble and get it everywhere. Yeah. Um, let's see. We have the redesign. Just like last year, we published a podcast episode every single week. Yeah, we didn't miss nothing. Fail. And we launched season two with three cameras and we have the quality and we launched the better show notes with timestamps. Basically, I think the podcast improved on all fronts. Yep. Yep. Pretty fancy um, now. Actually, I had a, I met a, a podcaster at a conference this year and he has a podcast where they critique other podcasts. Oh yeah. Yep. And when I met him, I was like only episode 201 to come out. So that was the only thing in season Two that had actually come out. So I sent them that one and they did this honestly fantastic uh, critique of our show. And for the most part, they were pretty impressed, but there were certain things that they didn't like. And I have taken that feedback and improved the show with it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that I now open with a structured joke and then try, like at least try to introduce us and introduce the topic of the episode, like within the first yeah, minute. We, we did used to spend like eight minutes Talking yes, about we did. some other stuff first. And before season two launched, we were really bad about that. We'd have like 10 minutes of just talking about Pokemon before we'd get into it. And it was cold open, so nobody really knew what we were doing. Yeah. And to me, it was fine because I listen to a lot of cold open podcasts, but most of them are not explicitly self-improvement podcasts. So I think we had a little bit of a disconnect between the marketing of the show and what it was. And I think we've kind of, uh, we found our groove. Yeah. Or it's, it's got Tightened the, it up. Yeah. It's got the banter, but it's also got the structure that it needs. Um, on maybe like a little bit less of a flowery side, the video front was a little rockier. So some good things happened. Passed a million subscribers. That was a pretty good goal. Yeah. And like that That was pretty awesome. Look at them zeros. Um, channel grew and we got sponsors. So the income grew as well. But I... I think bit off more than I could chew with upping my production back to once a week because I used to do once a week when I was a beginning YouTuber, but I was way less perfectionist about the videos. And now the channel's bigger. I have higher expectations of myself. I second guess myself way too much and I get really nitpicky about everything and I got behind, which is why um, the past couple of episodes I've referenced the fact that I have uh, burned out a little bit. And... We are working through that and I ended up having a conversation with my sponsor manager, cut down the, cut down some of the videos I'm doing this month 
and uh, that's been helpful. But that was uh, that was kind of like a I don't know if it's like a failure, but it was definitely not a super success. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Well, it's On hard. It's hand, hard to give up things. It so. is hard. Yeah. On the other hand, I did publish one of my favorite videos ever this year. Which one? The uh, everything you need to know about hydration video. And that oh, video yeah. didn't wasn't a smashing success. It is pretty low on the view total compared to most videos, but I put so much work into that video. I did so much research and it was scripted and had skits. And the, the biggest thing I'm proud of with that video is I figured out how to use music in the background really well. Cause I think that's actually my, my most, uh, the most difficult area for me to work with video artistically. I just find it very difficult to pair background music to what's happening. It's not, a, it's not like an easy skill for me to, to practice. Hmm. But with that one, I just, I took a ton of time, found music that matched the mood really well. And I was really happy with it, especially like the first minute or so, which is great. So I'm very happy with that video, even though it didn't get the attention that I wanted it to get. The ones you put the most work into probably never will. I, I honestly, Sometimes that is true. The, uh, I would say it's 50-50 because some of the most successful videos on the channel, the ones that come to mind are the space repetition one and the why you're always tired video. Those two did really well. Uh, and the flashcards one has done pretty well over time. I think that's the one I put the most effort into mm. overall. But yeah, the hydration one just, it kind of taught me like, the the effort doesn't matter as much as like the topic does. Yeah. You know, did you do something that people wanted to watch? And, you know, I, I don't want to scoff at 130,000 views, but given what other videos get, not as many people cared about how much water they're drinking. Nope. A lot of people cared about how to study when you have no motivation. That video did really well. Almost a million views. So that was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. So video was, you know, a little bit of success, a little bit of failure, but... Still going strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything that like sticks out to you business-wise that I didn't mention? For me, this whole year has basically just been the website. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's a lot of coding. It's just been the website. I finally finished it, and it was so hard because it mm -hmm. kept getting pushed off, and then I broke my finger, and that put it off even more because I couldn't type for a while. Yeah. You know, it just kept – it was the project that wouldn't end, and then it finally did. Mm -hmm. and yeah. And as we check off these things like that in the audio book, like we sort of catch up on all these lofty goals. Yeah that we had, we can start to feel a little more free of our past mm -hmm. projects and move toward new ones. And I think it would be hard for me to overstate just how much of an achievement I see the website as for you specifically. Like, I don't think the design of it is anything revolutionary. I think there are some really smart things that we did that I'm pretty proud of. But to be honest, like the design of it, I think is a, um, a refinement of many concepts I've seen elsewhere. There were a few things that I think I actually kind of came up with on my own, but a lot of it was like, I, I saw something being used elsewhere and I was like, that's cool. Let's yeah. build it into design and make it better than they did it. But you coded it in such a way that it's so fast, it feels like an app. I did try and to make there, it fast. There are very few websites that I have ever used, especially on the mobile front, that feel as good as the CIG website feels. And I had nothing to do with the code. 
So I feel totally okay bragging about it for you. <laughs> see, I see. I took so long that like I could no longer feel positively about it. I was just like, <laughs> it's still not done. But from the very beginning, every single piece that I coded was coded with speed in mind. I yep. didn't. I didn't agile develop those things. I waited until I figured how is how am I going to make that fast, and mm-hmm. then I and then I did it, which is part of why it took so long. Yep. But I mean, I I'm cool with it. And the results have been uh, really, really positive. For one, the feedback on the new site has been overwhelmingly positive. I haven't seen a single person say they like the old design better. Yeah, which that's is actually good. that's actually pretty impressive now that I think yep. about it. Because every time a website changes, if somebody's used, to, you know, like every yeah. time Facebook updates, everybody's just like, "Why is Facebook? I hate change." I think the the only complaint I got was one person was like, oh, I don't know how to use the podcast page anymore because it doesn't show episode numbers. Yeah. And then we brought those back. Yep. So that was easy. But everything else is just, everything was just an improvement across the board. And I was very surprised to see no real complaints. I've even had people complain that they want my old hair back, which is clearly, (laughs) clearly inferior. (laughs) My old haircut was terrible. And I only did it because it was cheap and I didn't know any better. <laughs> and there are still a, occasionally people who are like, can you go back to buzzing your hair all I, one length? I don't understand. I don't get it. But yeah, so the, the website okay. is apparently enough of an achievement that it's even better than uh, it's even better than your hair. haircut. Yeah. Um, even better than hair. New even review. Better, even better than it's hair. It's a good blurb. Yeah. And aside from the, the feedback we've gotten, um, we track like our rankings in Google and things like that. And so this tool we use, it's called Ahrefs. It actually shows um, like how many keywords we rank for, what our estimated traffic is, things like that. And there's this graph that shows you like how many keywords you're ranking for basically like over the entire life of your your website's existence. Yeah. Um, It hasn't been tracking us since 2010 since it didn't exist in 2010, but it's been tracking us for a few years. And you can see like this, it's a steadily upward trend that peaked, I believe in like August of 2017 and then started to dip down. And we weren't like losing rankings on the keywords that really matter, but we were losing a lot of like what they call long tail ones. It's like really small ones. And uh, it was not a good trend to see. And like we were still publishing good content, but the website design was just kind of archaic. Well, Google had started punishing things that were slow too. So. Yeah, and they, so Google really, really, really cares about mobile speed a lot. And, you know, the the old design wasn't slow but by most means, but it wasn't lightning fast either. Yeah. And, man, if you look at the graph now, when that website design went live, it's here, and then it just is, like, just shoots upward. And in a matter of, like, I don't know, two months, we're we're almost back to that peak. So it's so it's been a very like busy, very good, uh, very busy, sometimes overwhelming year. But overall, mm-hmm. the results are start, yeah. starting to pay off mm-hmm. from all of that. And I know, I know this year was challenging for you in a lot of ways, but I feel like uh, it was also a year of sort of setting yourself up for yeah. some potentially big results next year. Uh, so that's kind of the business thing. Um, I'm curious to know what went well. What went well for you this year? By just, your just just in life. Yeah, you know, business wise, professional wise, life wise. Like, what are some of the things that stuck out as like they went well? Well, um, 
I started this year out by um, taking taking language a little more seriously. Again, I had fallen off a little bit, and I started this whole year in some way or form. I've been studying Japanese, mm-hmm. and that is something that I had started and then not done, and then started and then not done because I've had a problem where. I try to think, but how am I going to balance all of these things for the rest of my life, doing yeah. 30 minutes a day of every language I want to speak? and Get in my head too much about it. I have avoided that, at least in this particular area, and I've slowly progressed on some casual Japanese. I'm not pushing it too far, okay. but I am letting it be like a part of my life yeah. over, over this whole year. So that's been cool. I feel happy about that because I hadn't been making that kind of progress as much last year. Do you have like a like metrics you're using to track that, or does it just feel better now? It just feels better. I I've been doing I've been using several resources for it. Um, Duolingo I've been using to kind of maintain stuff. Mm-hmm. And at one point I had finished all of the Japanese, Spanish, and French Duolingo lessons all the way. Now they've redone they've redone the system so it uses crowns now. So okay. I'm I'm re going through. That's kind of like my lazy maintenance to mm-hmm. just keep a little bit in my life. But I'm doing that. I went through all of the text Fugu parts that I saw fit to read okay. after doing Duolingo um, using... You're still doing Wanikani as well? Yep, still doing Wanikani. Cool. Using a little bit of Satori Reader, which... Uh, What's that? Little, little articles I can read. Right now I'm reading oh, about cool. a, a mouse family that lives in a hole in the wall. Okay. And i just been just a little bit, but like even being able to read a few sentences in a row that means something, mm-hmm. it's like slow progress. And I'll get to the point where I can make big progress, but yeah. I haven't been there. And I've been more willing this year to accept that one step forward still counts. Yeah. I have a real all or nothing sort of problem Yep. where I'm like, if I'm not basically killing myself every day doing all this work, I'm doing nothing. Yeah, then it's for naught. So I've done a lot better job of saying, no, just do a little bit. And over the course of the year, it will get me somewhere and I can do more next year. Um, I spent this whole year keeping track of my accomplishments. So I have an accomplishment log that started January 1st. So I can scroll through here, see all the stuff that I felt kind of proud of. I've read a lot of books. I've played a lot of games. I've studied a lot of language. I finished... I started a woodworking to finish a specific project, the ring box, with which I proposed to my now fiance. Mm-hmm. You know, that was pretty cool. Um, obviously, yeah, I got engaged. Getting engaged is a pretty big accomplishment all by itself. Mm-hmm. I built some other stuff. I bought a car. I was in a photo exhibition. I yeah. started my Instagram this year. Mm-hmm. It feels like I've been doing it forever, but I started it this year and then posted daily photos for like 220 days. I think you may have possibly. No, nah, maybe not. I was about to say maybe you have more photos than I do because I don't know how many I have. But yeah, it seems like your Instagram has been around I posted, longer than that. I posted daily for like six months. Now I'm posting regularly but not daily because winter is my bane for photography. I'm just not as yeah. inspired right now. If you're not up in the mountains, like it's it's a little tougher to do photography here. Yeah, and the stuff that I take that's not For nature, you. like it takes a lot of setup and lighting to do it indoors, and I'm less motivated. And it, so I'm I'm cutting myself a little slack. But I started that huge project and posted 200 days in a row, mm-hmm. a, a brand new photo every day. That I felt pretty cool about that. And um, you have a print shop. Oh yeah, yeah. I also I set up an account on Society Six to sell prints, and um, I have made my first money through photography. Nice. Which, you know, like 
I don't really I don't need to. I don't care how much money I make, but photography stuff's expensive first of all, so I might as well try to make it do yeah. something if I can. But I have made at least $1 with photography. I don't really care what the number is, but I've made at least $1 and that means that uh, that's cool to me. That yeah. means something. Just like it meant something to get paid for web development for the first time. Mm-hmm. Just like it'll mean something if I get paid for languagey stuff for the first time. Yep. It's sort of like I'm good enough at this to warrant making something yeah. out of it. I took something completely new and I turned it into money. Mm-hmm. And since you and I are creative people who have the tendency to not market things. I do hate marketing. What is the URL? Oh, well, I made a, I made a good URL. You can go to yomartholomew.photos, actually, oh. and it'll just redirect you right there. Nice. So it's a, it's a good one. It's, yeah. on, it's linked to in my Yo. Instagram bio as well. Yomartholomew.photos. But I think... Actually, I want to buy one. Yeah? Yep. Um, well, hold on while I, I up I the prices. The, oh, yeah. Up the prices <laughs> for me. Go ahead. $10, I want the, um, the flower made of moonlight one. Oh, yeah. I that's that a, one. I like that one a lot. One it favorites. reminds me a lot of a book that I read. It, Oh, okay. I was going to say, it reminds me of like a, I don't know, just like a fantasy setting in a book. I'm not sure which book you're it, thinking of, It though. very specifically reminds me of a fantasy setting in the second Fairyland okay. book. Yeah. It's like if you read a passage. In fact, somebody, when I mentioned it in the caption, somebody commented the passage that describes it. Really? Yeah, on my Instagram. And like if you read it, it's like really cool how closely that photo matches a setting, even though it's hmm. a flower. I wonder if you could make something out of that. I don't know. Like overlay the text in the background or something. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I want that one for the next iteration of our studio. Yeah, I was considering getting a copy and mailing it to the author with the passage written out. That would be cool. Have you not, have not gotten around to that yet. You should definitely do that. And whenever, well, once we move out of this apartment and establish a new set somewhere, I still have not figured out if it's just going to be in my next place of residence or if it's going to be in an office. Don't know. But I do want that photo in it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, photography. Yeah, I think I think that was one of the biggest things that I did this year. There are little things, mm-hmm. like uh, I was on a boat for the first time. That's true. Just a little boat, you know, and just the, like we went on like a canoe. I had never been on a boat before. I had a. It was not new. so good experience on that boat, but I was fine. <laughs> Worked out for me. Um, for people listening, I went into the boat barefoot. Yeah, that was a bad decision. I got a lot of. I don't know what they're called, little mite things on my feet, and they bit me, and my feet itched for weeks. It was a poor It was bad decision. They were invisible, okay? Look, I live in Colorado, and I am not used to all the bugs that are in more humid climates. I forgot about them. You forgot about them. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, no pests but, here. Yeah, it's actually kind of it's cool, like cool, but at the same time, it does. In the summer sometimes, and that's it. And then there's a lot of bees and wasps, but they leave you alone. I like bees and wasps. They're yeah, cool. They're fine. Even the wasps, they basically leave you alone unless you mess with them. I mean, they're a little bit more aggressive than bees because they can be, but yeah, they don't care. But yeah, you were on a boat. And yep. you know what else? We saw real stars. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We went to Moab, mm-hmm. went out to Arches National Park. Yep. That I will never forget. That uh, That's one of like the highlights for me this year was just, laying on a rock out in Moab, seeing the stars and having just absolutely no light from civilization visible. Uh, it was it was really cool out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, actually, I've traveled. I've continued my trend of traveling more than ever before in life. You did. It's true. I took a second road trip to Portland slash Seattle. 
because mm. I don't consider three hours a distance once I've driven that far anyway. Yeah. And then uh, we went to Minnesota where you got the bugs in your feet. Yep. And then we went to Moab. Like I've still been traveling more and I never really traveled before moving here. That's true. And you guys went to Salt Lake City? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to Salt Lake City. <sighs> that had a, a not-so-fun part at the end. Well, so did you the Minnesota one. did go there. Uh, all my vacations that aren't to the Northwest end in tragedy. But, you know. Yeah. Except for Moab. Moab oh, wait. Yeah, fine. that one was fine. That one was I'll I mean, come. I'll come up with a tragedy to make it fit the pattern. <laughs> I don't think there was a tragedy. That one was just fine. Yeah. Um, there was a there was a spooky centipede in the house. Pretty spooky. I did. Sounds like a tragedy to me. Wait, it wasn't a centipede. I'm making up memory. It was just a big wasp that was in the house. Yeah. And I had to catch it and tragedy. throw it out. That yeah. Tragic. Did you get the wa- Did you get the wasp in your like glasses? Was that this year? That was last year. Oh, okay, I just remember. that was really annoying. Yeah, I remember that. Last year I had that happen, and last year I got sunburned so bad that all my skin fell off, and I probably well that one was more your fault than the wasp. That was my fault. Um, never trust the your wasp friends. was just like a hilarious accident. I did I did learn a lesson from that. Don't trust your friends to bring sunscreen on a hike. Bring everything you fault need. Fault tolerance. Yourself. Fault tolerance. Yes, and also if you do happen to trust your friend to do that, and they show up and they forgot it. Don't do the yeah, hike. Don't, just don't. Just go get just it first. <laughs> cancel it or go find a shop or I don't know. Just it's not worth it. Yeah. That was bad. Don't be that close to the sun. I did do crash course without last protection. Year, that was pretty cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um anything else? You know, I think I mean I've made a lot of progress with my O C D. That's cool. That is true. Yeah, you have made a lot of progress on that front. Made, that's a, lot of, made a lot of progress. It's hard to remember it it sometimes when the, something's a part of your daily life, as it changes, you kind of forget how it was a month yeah. ago, you know. But I was much worse off last year, mm-hmm. and I have been working through that. I'm much better at the moment. I, I mean, it's not perfect. I don't think it ever will be, but yeah. I am much better. And even when it's not great, I can recognize it for what it is and stop it from becoming like a panic attack, like it would have been in college before I ever knew what was going on. Yeah. I mean, you've done a lot that you... I haven't had a full-blown panic attack in years now because I know what it is and Mm -hmm. I can now kind of see it coming and stop and breathe and and keep control. And that's something I would have, like, killed for that ability in college. I would have loved that. Mm -hmm. So I've made a lot of progress there. Yeah. Uh, You also learned that Zelda song on piano. I did. That was really cool. It's, like, still impossibly complicated to my eyes. It's pretty complicated. Yeah. Um... Well, unless you have anything else, I mean, feel free to jump in. I think I think that's most of my. uh, Other than reading a lot and playing a bunch of video games, I think I'm most proud of like the website and the photography. Yeah. This year. Um, you also did much better than me at keeping an accomplishment journal. Oh yeah, I'm very happy that I have (laughs) this because I it's so easy to just remember the bad parts Mm -hmm. because I had some parts that were not great this year, and that's all I would think of, you know, you ruminate on bad things. Now I just scroll yeah. through here and I'm like, actually, this was a pretty good year. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. It puts things into perspective. I think this is a just a great thing to do in general. I'm going to keep doing it next year. Yeah. Uh, journaling in general is something that I want to adopt as a habit. And uh, we'll get more into that into the what didn't, into what didn't go so well section. But before yeah. that, I did continue to keep my impossible list. It's just not a daily thing or it's, it's not a, as frequent thing as yours. Yeah. But the goals I crossed off, um, the YouTube channel hit a million subscribers, which was a very long-term goal that I had been wanting to do for a long time. And then almost everything else 
was athletic. I made some progress and some goals that will be checked off very early into 2019. Like I will be able to check off, uh, launch a course because I have a course coming out on Skillshare, but that is not out yet. Though, you know, I have a call with them, I think in two days to determine the actual date. So unfortunately I can't tell people on this episode, but I think like the next podcast episode, we will have at least a launch date if, if it's not already out, I'm not sure. Yeah. But I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but what actually got crossed off other than the YouTube channel uh, was mostly athletic stuff. So I finally did a muscle up, which is okay, really, I think t- I can really difficult. Now. Um, I rode my bike for 10 miles at a 20 mile an hour pace, which is very difficult. I've always been at like 16, 17. Okay. The funny thing is when I hit that goal, I was wearing jeans. <laughs> you weren't even like fully decked <laughs> out. Yeah, I wasn't decked out. I just, I think it was a night where I had not worked out and I was like, I need to get some exercise today. So I just went on the bike in jeans and just just opened up the throttle and went as fast as I could. That's ridiculous. And came back and I was like 20 mile an hour average over 10 miles. And it's on Strava. I climbed a 15 foot rope with only hands. That has been on my impossible list for years. Oh, Learned to snowboard. Mind. And then uh, the big one finally did a Tough Mudder. Oh yeah. It was 10 miles. 21 obstacles, I think, and uh, was made not easier by the fact that I was up in Aspen. So I did 10 miles at, I think, 9,000 foot elevation. Does that make you a superhuman when you come back down? Uh, I don't think that's enough Is time it easy now? to train up there. But okay. Yeah, you'd have to wait a few weeks for your blood to adapt. I know my, my cardio right now is great, though. Better than even mine. At, I have no cardio. Elevation. Yeah, my, my cardio is awesome. So things that went well that weren't impossible as goals. Um, I am currently in the best shape I've ever been. And this is purely because of the dedication to Ninja Warrior training. Because that it gave me a goal that I cared about. And it made me go like train my butt off at the rock climbing gym. And uh, whenever I go do cardio, I train my butt off and all these kinds of things. When I moved to Colorado, I was, I was pretty into athletics. But the Ninja Warrior stuff has made it just 10 times more dedicated. Like it's, it's not just numbers anymore. Nope. It's like, I have like that. I, I need to be in super good shape. And yeah. the fact that it's a challenge that's so multifaceted means like, I can't just be like, oh, if I hit, you know, X number of pounds on the bench or a certain mile time, I'm good. It's like, no, I, I need to do as much as I can because it's incredibly difficult. And yeah. uh, I have no idea how good I need to be. So let's just be as good as I can be. Um, I also hugely improved my diet. Oh. When I moved to Colorado, I got in a terrible habit of going to Whole Foods every day and getting a breakfast burrito and a chocolate croissant. <laughs> it was not good. Sounds like a good breakfast. Not good, yeah. So now um, my diet is a lot of the smoothies, which I did a full YouTube video on that we can put in the show notes, and um, a lot of poke, actually, mm. which is basically like a sushi bowl. Yeah. A lot of protein, a lot of veggies, all kinds of stuff. And then we've improved our at-home dinners because I learned how to cook. So I'm just in much better shape. Uh, A big one that I'm very proud of is I started vocal lessons, which was always a thing I was too scared to do. In fact, I almost almost bailed on the first one. (laughs) I was like standing outside the studio door 
And it's it's a weird studio setup where you can't go into the building. You just got to wait outside and text the coach. And I texted him, and it took like five minutes to respond. It's like a speakeasy vocal training. No, it's just like the area. the place where the studios are is like a it's like a restaurant and music venue, and then they just have in oh. the like the back bowels of the building these vocal practice rooms, and the door to get in is like a back door that's not open to the public. Okay, so you gotta wait for them to come out and get you. And uh, he didn't respond for about five minutes, and I very nearly decided, oh, he's just not here. I'm gonna leave, uh, but I didn't. And I started taking lessons and my confidence has improved a lot there. And I've gotten to the point where I think I can sing pretty decently, at least within a certain register. Um, across my whole range, it's a little shakier and I'm still obviously trying to uh, to work through some other techniques, but a lot of improvement has happened for sure. Um, also on the musical front, my guitar skills improved and I finally learned to finger pick. Yeah. Which has been really fun really fun. And, um, I'm on my way to learning my first actual song on the guitar. Cause I've been playing for how long, like 14 years and never learned a real song. <laughs> <laughs> I only ever played improv and I love improv, but, um, but I've done a real song now. In fact, I think I even started my music channel this year. I forgot about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I started my music channel this year. So we can put that in the show notes. I do have, um, I've got three videos on there and one of them is a song that I'm pretty proud of. Just totally made up improv, but it's pretty good. Uh, let's see here. The audiobook happened. I spoke at three events. I spoke at Vid Summit and VidCon and Influential. All three of those went well. I was on Pat Flynn's podcast and that was a, that was like a dream of mine. Yeah. Ever since I started listening to Smart Passive Income back in 2012, I wanted to be on that podcast and it happened, I think six years later, <laughs> but uh, that was really cool. And what's, what's been awesome is Pat and I have actually kind of become friends over the past uh, year or two. So that is something that I'm pretty proud of and happy about. Um, a big one. So last week we talked about the fact that we had planned on moving back to the Midwest and then eventually decided to stay here. Part of the reason we were going to move to the Midwest is Anna had a full-time job that was, I think, two hours of commuting to get to or get to get to and from. So she was basically like occupied with work for 11 hours a day with the uh, work hours, the lunch hour, and the commuting. Yeah. And then when she came home, she had art goals. So she would want to work on those. And she got to the point where she just started missing friends, missing family, and really not taking advantage of what Colorado has to offer. So that was one of the big reasons why we actually decided to go back to the Midwest. And she's always wanted to be a full-time artist doing her own art. We got to the point this year where she was able to leave her job, um, start working for us on the side and then dedicate her time to full-time art. And like that feels really good to like, to, as a team, we are able to enable that for her. Yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome. Um, I saw stars. That's yeah. cool. Seriously, it's a big one for me. Oh, it's I think most people miss out on them. Like it's it's really worth seeing. It's cooler than it sounds maybe. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's it sounds it that... sounds simple, but you never see them until you get way out of the city. Yep. It's something that needs to be seen. Uh and I also put in here I hit new skill peaks in Dance Dance Revolution and Pump It Up. Nice. Yep. Which I, I still play those games and uh when I moved to Colorado, I was actually a bit of a disappointment because the thinner air up here killed my cardio and made me worse at the game. 
<laughs> but I've been practicing and I'm now better than I've ever been. So that's pretty cool. Uh, what didn't go so well though? And I, I want to address these things because I think these are going to inform some of my choices going forward into 2019. First and foremost, I think I, I hit major burnout by taking on more than I could realistically take on with the production schedule. And also, um, I'm still not perfect at delegation. So I have like this perfect storm of perfectionism, procrastination, overly high expectations for myself, which would put me up against a deadline. And then I would be forced to do the videos myself and I would not be able to hand it off to the editor, which is not fair to him. Um, not good for my mental health, not good for my production schedule and not good for anything. So a lot of work is going to go into fixing that next year. And in fact, what we're doing right now is, yeah, is work on that. Like this is our third episode of the day and we're going to film videos. Uh, we got to get ahead. So got to do what it takes. Um, you read a lot of books this year. I did. I did not. According to my Goodreads, I only finished three. Oh yeah. Yep. I started others, but, uh, a lot of them were paused and I would move on to something else. So what books did I finish this year? I'm, I don't have my good reads in front of me. I know I finished the second shades of magic book. I finished Starbucked, the book about Starbucks. And, um, there was one other, and then I've got several that are in like states of varying completion. I'm closing in on atomic habits. I'm reading that stealing fire book, but I, I didn't finish those. Yeah. So my reading habit, not so good this year. Uh, I need to get back into that. Um, for a lot of the year, I had chronic back pain from sitting and doing too much work. That's fun. Back pain is one of the best pains. That wasn't good. Uh, though this is like a bittersweet one or maybe, yeah, bittersweet because due to the Ninja Warrior training, it's gone. Well, that's good. So I learned a lot. Because at first I was like, oh, I got to get a better office chair. I got to, you know, just have like a better ergonomic posture. And I do think that matters, but strengthening and uh, strengthening my hip flexors, my back muscles, and my core, and also making them all more flexible through varied training has cured it. Um, and I wanted to mention this one. At first, it didn't seem like something I should mention, but this is something that a lot of people who sit for their jobs deal with. And there are just untold numbers of people who live in a perpetual state of pain, going to their jobs, sitting down at chairs and dealing with constant pain while they work. And I was one of them for a lot of this year. Uh, and I just wanted to bring it up because if I was able to fix it, I think a lot of people out there will be able to fix it as well. Yeah. And it's just, uh, you know, get out there and train. Yeah, I think that's a good point about strengthening it though, because the ergonomics is something that you can fix it and it can make you feel better. But it doesn't make you better in any other situation where you're not now at your perfect desk. Yep. It's like you're just – you're setting yourself up to avoid the thing that causes pain, not to be resilient to it. Ergonomics is important, but you need to be stronger. It's like mm -hmm. I could avoid germs all day long or I could have a good immune system. Yep. One of them is far more feasible than the other. And that's why I eat dirt every morning. Eat dirt. Eat it all. <laughs> yum, yum. I lick floors. You know, just got to build that immune system. I wouldn't, I wouldn't lick floors. I would lick a floor before I'd lick a counter, like in a bathroom. Because I, I just, I've read those studies. There's way fewer germs in the floor. I feel like I would lick the dirt before I licked any surface that was in a building humans owned. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, actually, dirt's probably not that bad. 
It's just dirt. It's just dirty dirt. Unless it's dirt from Chernobyl. You got to build up your immune system to radioactivity. I will. Spoilers, you can't do that. Not work on that. <laughs> There's some things that just accumulate. I'm not going to do that. Rather than uh, you getting stronger and more resistant to them. Yeah. <laughs> if what doesn't Don't try kill to me get... makes me stronger, I should try to almost die all the time to be invincible. It's actually one of my favorite words, uh, mithrotatism. What? I don't even it's, know that it's word. It's the act of of taking poison steadily to build up oh. a tolerance to it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's honestly how vaccines work. But there are certain poisons that instead of you getting resistant to them, they just accumulate and uh, build up over time until you hit I'm gonna the I'm going to build a resistance to high levels of mercury. Yeah, you can't do that. I'm just going to I'm just going to I'm going to eat it. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I think a lot of people um they, they deal with that and they don't know what to do. And I don't know how many doctors out there are like, "Uh yeah, go take yoga and go do squats and like weight train." But yeah. for me, that was the answer. I think the combination is important. Strengthening core, back, and hips. It's not just your back, it's the whole area. And while you're there, why stop there? Just train your whole body uh, and um, make sure you're stretching. Yeah. Stretch good. Let's see here. Oh, here's, here's a big one. I did not have a great morning routine or even a consistent wake-up time for a lot of this year. So a lot of good stuff happened, but uh, it happened in a haphazard way. So I want to get back to having a good morning routine. I had some good habits, like waking up and doing my smoothie. That's a good habit. It's been very good for my health. But... I think this is part of the reason that I didn't read, part of the reason that I felt disorganized a lot of the time. Got to get back on those habits. Uh, And very, I guess, kind of like related to that one. I spent a lot of my time procrastinating. (laughs) And even though this year seems good when I list it out, I know I could have gotten more done. Case in point, the new CIG redesign should have been done last year. Yeah. (laughs) But it wasn't. Um, and also our, our big task management system wasn't really well managed this year. So 2019 is going to be at least the first quarter of 2019 is going to be the year of organization and being ahead. That's like my big goal. It's like setting, setting ourselves up for better success. Yep. Yeah. I think like 2018 was successful, but it was successful, uh, with us hanging by a thread all the time. Yeah. And I don't like that. No, it's not great. I want to be successful, but I also want to be not stressed out about being successful all the time. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's a lofty goal, but I think it's something we can do if we put the work in. Um, let's see here. Oh, I guess the other thing that happened this year is I finally left Listen Money Matters. That was three and a half years of my second podcast and the original co-host, my good friend Matt, is back on the show now. So that was something, not really a good thing or a bad thing. I think it had just run its course. Fair. And uh, now I got more time for this. Yeah. So what about you? What what didn't go so well, or what would you want to improve on? Uh, I would to like about? to improve on my luck. Okay. I have terrible luck. I think there's a uh, potion from the Harry Potter series that we could get. Yes, possibly. I can work on that. Some liquid luck. Yes. Uh, when we went to Minneapolis. And we went up to around Duluth, I think. Yep. And uh, I tried to experience the magic of mountain biking. And I had a pretty bad feeling before I did it, so I should listen to my gut sometimes. 
But what happened was I ended up uh, getting launched forward around a blind curve, and I snapped the tip of my finger in half. Yeah, that wasn't so good. I also sliced my nose open pretty bad. So this led to a few accomplishments I don't know that I wanted, but I've had my first surgery and my first stitches. True. I did not like either of them. I dreaded them greatly. Yep. It was not... It was not fun, but I didn't do it. Have a good podcast episode about yes, that one. Yes, this is true. There, there is a podcast episode about it. So that was the thing. Um, so the the biggest thing that disappoints me about that is that it set me back on my financial goals yep. because it's expensive to do medical stuff here, even with insurance that's already expensive because blah, 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 late-stage capitalism, some sort of nonsense that's preachy. I don't care right now. I broke my finger, and it was expensive. And then on my next trip to celebrate uh, finishing the website, we went to Salt Lake City. And on the way back, hit an ice patch in Wyoming, thoroughly breaking the uh, like rear part of the bottom of the car mm-hmm. so it wouldn't drive a straight line. And then so my car was stuck in Wyoming for a while. Yep. And I had to drive back down here with a rental so I could make it to all my physical therapy appointments for my finger. And then I had to drive back to Wyoming, get the thing and come back. So I just – I lost a bunch of money on like a rental and um, the car and – Yeah, it was like a terrible combination of it was two like, bad things. Yeah. So my financial goals have not been met this year. Yep. Maybe they'll be met next year. We shall see. I have no idea. That's what I said last year about this year. But I can't predict these weird little things happening yeah. that just like bam, steal thousands of dollars away. Mm-hmm. But it's you know it happens yeah sometimes so it's not like gonna crush me but mm-hmm. I would like to have fewer tragedies per square inch in 2019 yeah. if I could have that if possible yeah lots of basically the the worst things that happened to me were that and then because of all of those problems um, uh, more depression off and on for a while more feeling trapped because I just set the clock back so far yeah. And then because I was terrified of surgery and because I have OCD, so I really don't like that there are screws in my finger for me to think about. Yep. And then the pointy parts are coming out of the bone a little bit. So, like, if I press in, I'm afraid I'll be able to feel the stabby parts oh. of the screws. That may be taken out next year because okay. it turns out that my finger might be deformed in a way that they will follow up surgery with. Okay. And I'm less scared of that surgery, though. So that's an accomplishment. The thing is I would never have not been scared of surgery if I hadn't had one. Yeah. That's yeah, something the, you just the only ways to do it. Experience, I guess. And if I come out of it and they take the screws back out, then you know what? Whatever. Mm-hmm. I would like to have them out of my finger. That'd be cool. Yeah. And I guess like on the bright side, if there is one on that, like what you were able to do with the company this year built resiliency yeah. to those things. It's, it's a setback, but it's not like a well, devastating setback. Also, even if it's a little deformed at the moment. And in fact, I may have slightly deformed another one of my fingers, but I... I've never realized that until recently. I need to talk to somebody about it. But I can play piano again. Mm-hmm. This finger is usable. I can do everything. I, It's not as strong as yeah. it could be right now. But I can play piano. I can type. I can do things that I was afraid I wouldn't be able to do again. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool to work through something like that. Yeah. And come up. The only thing I haven't done is play guitar, but that's not great on my neck anyway. Yeah. it's You got to crane your neck over i mean even with me i can't play guitar for that long without having yeah like it's well, just this, tough for your posture this finger you would look. 
it would not hold down a string very well for mm. very long because I'd be jamming a metal string into where the screws are. Yeah, not so good. So, like, I, I don't know that I can play guitar anytime soon. But honestly, that's that's okay. It uh, just means you can uh, I play, spec more I'm, into I'm piano. I'm working on piano, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to, trying to make the most of it. And I don't know. I think working through stuff like this is good for building resilience. And it's good for coming up with better goals of like, I should be able to take a hit like this. Yeah. So let's get motivated. You know, I get, I get like sad for a little while, but I tend to bounce back at some point, even if it's just temporarily with a, no, I'm going to start from scratch now and everything's going to work better. Mm-hmm. So I think that this has been a good year to challenge my ability to bounce back from things that I don't like. Yeah. Um, one thing that I took note of is how, uh, how like seemingly more motivated you were when like my setbacks were made known. Like you realize like, Oh, Tom dug himself into a hole with, with production. Like, and then you were just like, let's crush it. Yeah. So, which that was really cool to see. Well, I think this is one of the best like lessons overall of my entire life, you know, mm-hmm. cause I got plenty of fun backstories that I'm not going to talk about here that just, they're not great. I've, a lot of stuff's not great, but what it turns out it's, is to me, I view a backstory filled with challenges and struggle and bad things as the perfect setting for succeeding later. Because once you do succeed later, no matter how long it takes, it makes all the other stuff like you're proud that you went through it and yeah. then still went on. Mm-hmm. And and it's not always easy. You know, It's definitely difficult. But it, even if you get a little bit of success, even me just playing piano again, that means something to me because I thought I lost my ability to play piano when I messed up the nerves in my hands and had to quit for two years. Yeah. And then I thought that I lost it again. So each time it's got to be just a, a lifetime of bouncing back mm-hmm. because there are going to be bad things. And if you're not used to them, they'll take you down harder. Yeah. Yeah. Resiliency is important. And you know? I just, I'm, stuff like this makes me very, very motivated. It's sort of like a stubborn the universe will not stop me no matter what it throws at me. Yeah. So we're going to do whatever's necessary to make things work, even in the face of very coincidental bad luck at the end of my last two vacations. Yep. <laughs> why does that have to be vacations, man? And why did it have to be before I was cool with planes? I drove it's back true. from Minnesota with a splint on my finger. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I drove 14 hours with a broken finger before yep. I could... And I had to go like overnight for part of it so I could get to the surgeon the next day. Mm-hmm. Really got to work on the plane thing. But these happened before I did that. So yeah, the, the timing was crazy with that one. Yeah. Because we came back and it was like, oh, yeah, there's a hand surgeon and he, he can only see it tomorrow. Yeah, I had to like. And I'm like, well, he's eight hours away. So and they were like, well, he's got to get here tomorrow. Yeah, I'm by just all messed up, covered in bandages. <laughs> Luckily, Ashley drove some of the overnight, so I was able to fall asleep for yeah. like a few hours before they were like, hey, we're going to have to give you surgery. And I was like, well, that's terrifying. And they were like, how about tomorrow? And I was like, well, that's terrifying. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fine, I but guess. there was no time for you to to worry about it, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's, it's good in one way because I didn't get to dread it for a long time. Mm-hmm. But man, that just all happened so fast. Yeah. So, uh, I'm... I know we talked about getting ahead in 2019. What else do you want to accomplish or, or I don't know, do? I want to read more. Okay. I've read 15 books this year, but I, I always want to read way more than I do. I got stuck on the website for a long time. And um, I want to definitely work on them financial goals. Yep. But I'd like to work on 
some other personal goals again. I'd like to go more in depth with some language goals, mm-hmm. get some, get back some of that conversational practice, maybe travel somewhere. I'd like to take a plane mm, yeah. next year. I'd like to get through that at some point. It just never felt like the right time to yeah. challenge the thing, which is probably the wrong mindset. Honestly, there wasn't a right time for the surgery. It just happened. Yeah. But I kept wanting to wait until all the inconvenient things were over. And I think next year I'm just going to need to do it, mm-hmm. even if more inconvenient things are happening. Yeah. Um, so some things that stick out for me. I also would like to travel somewhere. And I mean, I travel a lot for work, but I mean, probably finally take Anna to Europe. Yeah. Which, I mean, we we financially have the ability to do it, but I've just constantly stacked work up to where I can never, I feel like I can never go. So I want to do that. Uh, and I want to put out an album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably an instrumental one. I mean, eventually I will also do vocal stuff, but I want to do an instrumental album for my first thing. So that's that, and that's like a very intimidating challenge to me, because I'm already very perfectionist with my videos. But yeah. music is like utterly creative, and there's not any sort of like, uh, I don't know, prescriptive things. Like I don't know, my videos. There's a lot of creativity in them, but they aren't pure art. Like a lot of it's very pragmatic, and music is pure art. And I just haven't done a lot of pure art. Ever. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a good challenge then. Yeah. I'll get you some dope rap features. Nice. I'll work on it. Yeah, we'll have some beautiful flamenco I'm, guitar going. I'm back in the game. Like rapping over Check the Check out of my it. SoundCloud. I'm re re uploading it. That could probably be cool. No, I'm not. If it was done right. <laughs> like we possibly, prob- but we probably I'm, could do that. Probably, but I'm definitely not going to reinstate my SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so and that's on my impossible list. It's been there for a while. So I think I've already got a record of it. But uh, we'll see what happens in our 2019 year in review. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll about that'll about do it, right? Yeah, that's that's the main stuff. Cool. Well, to everyone listening, thanks for sticking with us for a year. I'm not sure if anyone has made this their first episode of the podcast. But then again, there are many people in the world, so yeah. potentially. But it would be interesting. It would be interesting for someone to make this their first episode. Cuz I think like there's there's a lot more here for people that have been following for a while. Yeah. So I think to most people, thanks for sticking with us for uh, however much of the year you've been here, or years potentially. And uh, if this is your first episode, well, hopefully you enjoyed it. There's some other really cool ones that aren't just about us. Yeah. Like the last one (laughs) and the one before that and uh, the one after this one too, which we haven't planned yet. Nope. Nope. We'll Well, figure it out. got to make sure it's not just about us. That's true, yeah. yeah. Tom and Martin's 2019 goals. You, you've boxed us into almost infinite options. What are we going to do? God, how do you draw a box around infinity? What's outside of it? I don't understand. Infinity box. Uh, so if you want to draw a box around infinity, every single side of the box is infinite long. Next episode's going to be about <laughs> how to draw an infinity box. Five concepts that will break your brain. Yeah. The infinity box. Uh, anyway... Thank you guys for listening. Uh, show notes are over at cigpodcast.com slash 244. Or if you are on YouTube or Facebook, there is a description link somewhere on the screen, probably. And do we mention anything that is going to be like particularly interesting to go to the show notes to see? 
maybe the episode about me on the mountain bike. That's true. We mentioned that. I thought that was a cool episode. That was in there. That was a good episode. There's actually a lot there that I wasn't expecting we'd talk about. So yeah. that was a very good episode. I um, think a lot. We'll definitely link to my impossible list. I don't think you make your accomplishment log. I public, do not. It's just so. an iCloud note. So you don't get to if see If you that. hack my iCloud, you can see it, I guess. Don't, but don't hack my don't iCloud. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't hack the iCloud, please. You'll get all my kissy duck face selfies. But I also, you can go to the um, the show notes to see the redesign if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I mean, check it's out been that llama. For a few months, but there's a good pixel llama in the footer. There's all kinds of good stuff there, and it's fast. So I'm I'm really proud of the progress we made in the site this year, and I'm excited to see what it does. I think, in the future. I think it's part of a setup. It is. Yes. You know? It was like it didn't feel like we were getting as many different things done, but this is one of the important steps to set us up to do more. Yeah, yeah. This is motivating, actually. Yeah. Just talking about what we're gonna do next year. Uh, so yeah, check out those show notes. If you enjoy this show and you want to support it, then a good way to do that is number one, to go over to Apple podcasts. If you are an iPhone user or you have iTunes on your computer and give us a rating and review, those help us bump up the rankings for the, like, the education section of the podcast, uh, ranking sections, I guess. And that helps get the show out to new people who could become future listeners as well. Otherwise you could just share an episode with your friend or maybe your mom or maybe your dog. We don't have enough. We don't have enough dog listeners. Your mom's friends. She's got cool friends. She probably does, and they might want to listen to this, even though the show still has the word college in it. I actually wonder if um, this show's name will change in 2019. Maybe it's very possible. I know it goes with the site, but I just feel like with what we talk about in the show, like it got to get college out of the name. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm saying this purposefully right now because I want it to be like a a known You'll transition it when it happens. It's I don't want be, to just uh, overnight. It's like Tom and Martin's fantastic variety hour. And they're like, what? Yeah. It's not going to be called that. Super dope info geeks. There we go. Dot. That's it. Ninja. Dot biz ninja. Dot biz. Can you got, is that a thing? Ninja. Dot biz ninja. You could do dot biz dot ninja. I hope that's not a thing. Please don't make your personal website end in dot biz dot ninja. Unless you're in the business of being a ninja. Though that would that would involve owning the domain biz.ninja. And I'm well, sure, that, get, do I'm like sure a, someone has that. Well, you just got to do like, yeah. It's, like you would need that. I, let me just check. Are you going to go check? Let me just While you check. on the old website While here. you check and we'll find out. And then you're going to have to buy it. Otherwise, someone listening to this is going to buy it. Um, collegeinfogeek.com slash resources is where you can go to find our favorite apps, book recommendations, tools, gear, all kinds of stuff that can improve your educational career. And I'm guessing from your facial expression right now. They took it. Oh, it's taken? Somebody else is in the business of ninjas. Well, I did tell people to never have like business ninja or guru in their Twitter bio. So whoever owns that, I don't want to associate with them unless it's like really ironic what they've done with it. I don't know. We're going to have to go to it later. Yeah. But like on a proxy. I don't trust random domains that I come up with. Yeah, we'll go to it on a virtual machine. And yeah, that's it. And that's also it for 2018. So. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. the 31st when this comes out. It's the 31st. So, yeah. so if you're listening to this on launch day, happy New Year's Eve. Otherwise, yeah. welcome to 2019. Hopefully your year is amazing. Hopefully you've had some time to do some similar kinds of reflection, both on what went well last year and also what uh, could have been done better, what you could have learned from. And uh, hopefully your 2019 is awesome. And we will be here every Monday morning throughout 2019 uh, to talk about stuff and act like we know things on the internet. 
So we'll see you every Monday morning. Make sure you're subscribed in your favorite podcast app. If you want to get those episodes downloaded every single morning, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Beat Bop, Flebo. Those are probably podcast apps. I, I love know. those. I love Beat Bop. It's my favorite one. I don't know if that exists. Let's make an app called Beat Bop now. All right. I'll get back on the domain get names. Back on the domain names. Beep.bop. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, and we will see you in next week's episode. Stay cute.